Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so, so excited to go over this episode with you. Today, we're talking about healthy feminine energy in women. What does this look like? What does this healthy feminine energy look like when it is just really happy in its present home, the woman's body, right? And I think it's absolutely beautiful. And when that woman is embracing and is completely in tune with her feminine energy, she is a powerhouse especially if she's able to balance out her masculine energy as well. So I wanted to cover just some simple traits that are associated with that feminine energy and how that is expressed in women specifically. So of course, in covering how feminine energy affects us all in general and specifically, and this is one of those episodes. So ladies, I hope you're listening. So this can be very empowering and motivating and encouraging you to really tap into this energy. And what I want you to remember when I'm going into this is remember the word Sunday. Just remember the word Sunday and that will help you to really remember each trait. So in the beginning of this episode, I'm going to cover all of those different traits that you want to embody for that feminine energy or what that looks like when it's healthy. And then I will also cover how to really embrace and get in tune with that energy. Now, before I go into all of this, Trust me, I completely understand if you don't feel your best, if you don't feel all tapped into this feminine energy thing, especially during times of stress, whenever we're stressed out, whenever we're in a state of fear, whenever we're in a state of insecurity, we are naturally going to suppress that feminine energy because we are going to have to constantly try to defend ourselves, protect ourselves from all the stress and the fears that we're going through, even if it is within our own mind. So that's why this energy is very powerful. And it's very rare when we do see it that it's like, whoa, so at least if we know we're aware of it, we can try our best to do what we can to get back to it. So let's get into this Sunday. The first word of a feminine energy in a woman that's healthy and powerful is going to be sensual. Sensual and surrender. Those are your two S words for your feminine energy, ladies. When you're sensual, and I don't mean sexual, actually, it doesn't even have to do with sex. Sensuality is an energy, it has an energy to it that it really draws people in. It seduces people. And sometimes seduction is done in so many forms, right? It can be an energy that just draws in other energy, right? It's just like, ooh, like a hypnotic type of energy. So it's very sensual in its own way. And it doesn't require for you to expose yourself or dress a certain type of way or anything like that. But this energy, it just, it moves and it's just very charming in a way that it's like, 
I want to know more. There's mystery behind this energy. Whenever there's a little bit of mystery, that is what makes anything want to gravitate towards it. We as humans and even all beings of the world are very curious, right? We're all so curious to want to know more. What's behind that curtain? And so your job is to know what's behind that curtain and make sure that what's behind that curtain is what is absolutely beautiful. It's your vulnerability so that if anyone is fortunate enough to be able to find out a little bit more about you, what are they going to find? Are they going to find this sweet person? Are they going to find this intelligent woman? Are they going to find this very eccentric woman? Are they going to find this very unique or funny woman? What is behind that curtain? And that's up to you. That's up to you how you want to express that. It could be a hardworking woman. It could be a woman that loves to do things that are actually a little masculine. But you wouldn't know that right off the bat. When you see her, there's something about her that just you want to know more. And I will go over how to really bring that energy up to the surface in subtle ways so that you can be able to really work on that. And again, this is not even energy that's trying to seduce a man, trying to get someone or anything like that. This is just what that energy feels like, what it looks like. And it's like, whoa, it's a woman that's very in touch with her sensual energy. That sensual energy is something that is very creative as well. It's creative and it's just untouchable. Just imagine kind of like this crystal ball with like a a light source of clouds or some smoke or some liquid in it. And it's just kind of moving on its own. And it's like, what's making it do that? It just draws you in. It's very magnetic. Have you ever met someone that's magnetic? I have met so many people that are very magnetic, including some friends. And it's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're doing, but it's just, wow. I guess it's because you just don't always know what's going on in the back of their mind. And that's powerful. So the next word in the S is going to be surrender. This is something that's hard for us to do, right? Sometimes, especially in the world that we're in, that's teaching you that you have to do this, you have to fix this, you have to try to change it. You've got to try to make a difference in what's happening in your life. If you don't like it, you got to fix it, right? Fix it, fix it, fix it. That's great. That's perfect for masculine energy. But for feminine energy and for women in particular, we can do it. It's easy to understand, but to undo it and to surrender and to let go, that's when the true magic really happens. When you just let go, you're just like, oh, I'm tired whatever. And I don't know about you, but I've had like a whole like what year of this. <laughs> and I think I'm to that point that I'm like, you know what, whatever, what's next? Just, I don't even care anymore. You know, just surrender. I surrender. 
I'm going to allow for life to be as such. And I'm going to accept life as it is. And when we accept life for as it is, in the moment that we're in, we can begin to appreciate the things that are working. The things that are working can help us get through that challenge. And when we're going through something that's really tough at times, it can be so hard to see the light. But something that I know is true, always true, is that change is constant. Things are always going to change. Nothing's ever going to stay the same. It's always temporary. As soon as you think you know what's going on, boom, it switches up on you. So with knowing that and knowing that things will change, even if good things change, bad things will change also. So if we just surrender to the moment and if we allow and if we just appreciate the things in life that we have at this moment, then we can be able to move forward and flow with life instead of going against life. And that is the power of that feminine energy. And I don't know about you and I, I'm telling you all this and I'm going to have to listen to this daily. <laughs> Lindsay, surrender, surrender, please surrender. You're making it worse every time. I'm like, okay, let me try to fix it. Try to fix it. I get like jacked up more or something else happens and then something else happens and it just keeps, you know, it's like, man, I should have just left this all alone. If I didn't try to go against the grain, I would be fine. Sometimes you just have to accept where things are and not try to control or manipulate it. There is a time and place for everything where we do need to put in our energy and we should put in some effort and we should, you know, make some subtle changes and direct our lives in the direction we want it to go. But I do think that's a little different than trying to force a certain situation that's not budging, right? And when we force a situation that's not budging, when we try to fit a star in a heart hole, we only end up cutting ourselves on the edges. So if we can allow for that water to clear, allow for the cloudiness to subside, and to be present in this moment and to listen as we surrender and just let things be still for a moment. We can be able to receive so much clarity that we can begin to then forge a path with what we're working with instead of trying to make something happen. We're going to utilize what we have and in that moment, we are able to move ourselves out of the circumstance and out of the challenge that we're getting through. And always remember that there's a lesson in every challenge. I know, I know, I know we don't want to hear it. It's like, listen, I'm tired of the lessons. I don't want to learn anymore, right? I'm over it. Can I breathe for a moment? Usually when I run into those situations, I'm impacting 
the challenge. It's like I'm adding more to the quiz. If I just answered those three questions and called it a day, instead of trying to, you know, white out one question and write something different in that, I'm making more work for myself. Every time I take action out of frustration, I end up keeping myself in more of the frustration because my energy is not coming from a feminine space. It's not coming from an open space. It's not coming from a heartfelt space. And it's not coming from a space that allows for me to continue to learn through the process. I'm trying to close my eyes and ignore what is happening because it feels uncomfortable. So that is why those lessons seem to continue and go on and on and on over and over again. And we're struggling. But if we're able to surrender, you would be amazed to see how beautiful that energy really is. When a woman surrenders to all the stresses that are going on in her life, and she's still keeping that cool, calm, collected feeling, we're accepting things as it is, that's handling life with grace. And when another person witnesses that, that's when you show your strength through being able to surrender. You're not coming off as anxious. You're not coming off as stressed out or frustrated. Even if you have those feelings, it's very valid to have those feelings. The last thing I want for anyone to feel is that whatever they feel is not valid. It is absolutely valid. Whatever you're feeling is valid. But how we work with that energy of wherever we are in our lives We can be honest with our emotions. We can feel angry. We can feel sad. We can feel whatever we feel. Allow for those things to come up to the surface. And when you do, surrender to a solution. So let's move on from the S's to the U in Sunday, which is understanding. When it comes to understanding, a woman that is understanding... Wow, a woman that's understanding is a very powerful woman as well. Someone that's able to have empathy for others and to be able to understand has the power to melt walls, has the power to break down any defense that is present, has the ability to connect properly, has the ability to see the big picture and to not take things so personally. That is a woman that is understanding. And sometimes it's hard to be able to be understanding, right? It's hard to say, what is your deal? What is your problem? Why are you acting like this? Why are you treating me like this? I get it. But if we saw what was really happening, if we had that extra view on the other side, we would know. And we would be like, oh, I understand. No one's trying to make your life miserable. No one's trying to make you feel like you're worthless, unless they're worthless. (laughs) No one's trying to do that, right? People just act out of their own misery sometimes. But it's up to you 
to be able to tap into that third eye to have the clarity and understanding to see the truth and the big picture and to know that whatever it is that you're seeing in another person is something that may be reflected back in you and I know I hate hearing that too it's like okay no you really don't understand these people are jerks (laughs) and sometimes that is the case but even if it is someone that's being like a jerk right they're being just a really mean person. Sometimes they're put into our world, into our life to play that role, to push us to be strong, to push us to build a little more strength in our spine, to hold our head up and to allow for ourselves to accept us even more. The next letter in Sunday is going to be N, and that's going to be nurturing. Nurturing and nourishing. This goes across the board. How does this woman nurture her surroundings and herself? That is the biggest one. That's the biggest one. How do you nurture you? And how that is seen and how that is represented is going to be in your appearance. Do you take time with yourself? Do you take your health seriously? Do you pay attention to the small details? Do you care for your mental health? Do you do what is necessary for you to do? And I don't mean seeing self-care as a chore. And sometimes it feels like that, right? Sometimes I'll set a day every week. Okay, Sundays, pamper day. Okay, let me do my hair. Let me do a facial. Okay, let me do my nails. Okay, and it just seems like, uh, let me just do this. It's like, yeah, it's getting it done, but the energy that I'm putting into it sometimes isn't as nurturing. The energy behind what you're doing is what matters, not the fact that you're just doing them, but the energy behind it. Are you careful with yourself? Or are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling like, oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand my hair. Oh, let me just do it. Let me just oh, fix it. Are you coming from a place of trying to fix it? Or are you coming from a place that's nurturing or healing it? Right? Nourishing. And this is not always so physical. But nourishing, and when you carry the energy of being nourishing and nurturing, this is then transferred to the world around you. This is transferred to your environment, plants, animals, your spouse, your husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever partner you have or your children. It's transferred over to everyone and everyone benefits from this energy. Just by you being you. Sometimes you can have a really bad day. And just seeing a woman that cares just a little bit. Rather, she's just got a little bit of that mothering energy. It's so calming. It tells me that everything is right in my world. You know, it's like, hey, I got your back. You need this? Here you go. I got you. And a lot of times we don't do that with ourselves enough. But let me tell you, they don't have to be smothering you. They don't have to be doing anything extra. 
just seeing a woman that just shows a little bit of care, it just, it's so healing, so soothing. And it just brings you right back into center. The next letter is going to be D for Sunday. And that's dance. Dancing. Being in tune with your body. And when it comes to dancing, it's so much different than like trying to work out, right? Because when we're working out, you could be trying to work out because you're trying to make this body fit a certain way. You're trying to make this body look a certain way. You're trying to work your body out as much as you can because you want to fit into that bikini, right? This is not one of those things. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's very masculine energy and that's great. It's okay. It's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. We need that. We need to be able to build strength in our bodies and to tone our bodies. And we want to feel good about our bodies too, right? But when it comes to dancing, that's something that's just for you. No one is getting anything out of you dancing. No one's receiving anything from you dancing. It's just simply you expressing your energy with pleasure and joy with your body by yourself. You're feeling free. You're letting loose. You're having fun. There's no competition. It's your own movements and it's to whatever music you like. Dancing is powerful. And I would suggest to just dance just like every day. If you can just one song, one song every day, you'd be amazed. It like doesn't sound that big, but there are days, man, where it's like, I just don't want to move. <laughs> but when you can just put on your favorite music and just dance, rather just, you know, in your room or by yourself, magical things happen when you dance. There was one summer I was out dancing and it was a full moon and I was just living it up. <laughs> I was dancing in the middle of the city. And I was just in my own mind dancing to the music that was outside playing in the city. And I was loving it. I felt so free. And it inspired other people to dance around me. And everyone was filled with joy. And it just felt so good. It just felt awesome. And I truly believe that through dancing, I was able to just allow for my energy, my flow to be expressed into the universe. I know this sounds like kind of woo-woo crazy, right? But I was able to just express myself and dance freely. And something about doing that outside in the public, just open, is really powerful. And I think that because Right now, we're in the state that we're in with the pandemic, the panorama, <laughs> where we can't really get out as much. It feels really restrictive, not just because we're in the house, but because our energy is not being able to be seen in the outside world as it normally would physically, right? Now it's all digitally, and that's still okay. So in that sense, sometimes you can dance a little bit on social media and that's still doing that same act, even though sometimes we don't want to do that. Sometimes we want to be in the moment. It kind of takes away from it if you're like, okay, let me set up my camera. Let me press record. Okay, let me do uh, it. kind of takes away from it. But if you're just out open, you're just doing your thing. 
So, hey, go out on your back patio, go outside wherever you are just for a moment, find a little area. There's not a lot of people if you're shy and just dance for like three minutes and just see what happens the following week. I think I'll do it too. The next letter in Sunday for women is going to be attractive. Feeling attractive, being attractive, okay? So when it comes to masculine energy, masculine energy seeks, it goes after, it pursues, it moves towards, it progresses, it fights. It does whatever it needs to do. To get to what? To get to what is attractive. This is, again, not about trying to attract a man. This is an energy that is in women that things find attractive. It could be babies. could be other women. And it doesn't have anything to do with beauty either. It doesn't. Right? It can. It absolutely can. But how many times have we seen so many beautiful women that are out there and they've got everything to work with, but their energy is just not attractive. It could be their tone of their voice, could be the way they smell, could be the way that they move their body, could be their body language, could be their gestures, could be their facial expression. As we all know, their resting bitch face, right? All of that is not attractive, and they could be very beautiful. What is attractive? What's attractive is to have that kind energy, someone who's friendly. That's very attractive. Someone who is healthy, very attractive, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Health is wealth. Healthy energy is very attractive energy, and that's why we're covering healthy feminine energy in women. But how many days do you feel attractive to yourself? That is the biggest kicker. That's the game changer. Especially when you're focused on, well, why am I not meeting people? Why am I not attracting love? Why am I not attracting the type of energy I want? Why am I not attracting whatever? Attract, attract, attract. Why am I not attracting abundance or new job or whatever my desires are are you attractive to the things that you want to attract but in order for you to be attractive to the things you want to attract you must be attractive to yourself and that's all that matters because what's attractive to you is what you want right so if you're attracted to yourself you want yourself That's honestly the key to this entire thing. Like we focus on manifestation and manifesting and getting what we want in life and doing X, Y, and Z. But I want you to ask yourself, do you feel attractive to you? Do you feel unattractive? And it's okay to admit that. Some days, a lot of days, many days, I don't feel attractive to myself. I get up, I go in the bathroom, I turn on the light, I look in the mirror, I go, ugh. And I walk back out, you know, or how many times do we record ourselves and rely, just turn it off. How do we expect to have the things we want in life if we feel that way about ourselves? If we feel that way about ourselves, then how does anything else we want and value 
want us to, right? So that's a homework project for yourself to find out what would make you feel attractive. And this is not about like, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to, I need to go run a mile. I need to fix this. I need to fix that. But what makes you just feel attractive? And if that's beauty, that's fine. That's totally normal. Our appearance is important. But what makes you feel attractive? Focus on the feeling versus the look. And I know they're hand in hand, but maybe it's a certain scent. Maybe it's a certain outfit. Maybe it's a certain hairstyle. Maybe it's a certain thought that you have. Maybe it's a secret that you have about yourself that no one else knows. Just something you have, keep to yourself. Whatever it is that makes you feel attractive, hold on to that. That's your magnet to creating the life you really want. And the last word or the last letter is going to be why. Why is your superpower? Your feminine energy, and I know maybe you've heard this a few times already, but Your feminine energy really is your superpower, ladies. Whenever we begin to become too masculine or we suppress our feminine energy, we get kind of stuck sometimes. I mean, sometimes we get what we want with our masculine energy, but it's a lot of really, 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 really hard work. And by the time we're done with it, we look all haggard and stressed out and We don't even feel our best. We don't even feel good, right? We don't even feel like beautiful. None of that. When we're working to the bone and we're hunched over. (laughs) So remember that all the things that I listed are your superpower. And they make you, you. And tap into what is your special power. Because we're all different, but we're all the same in so many ways. We all come into this world with our unique talents and traits and qualities that make us really who we are. Our experiences, our story, everything makes us who we are. But it's when we take ownership and embrace Whatever special quality you resonate with that is about you, that you embrace and accept, that's when that superpower becomes alive in you. So those are all of the qualities of a healthy feminine energy in a woman. And doesn't she sound dreamy, right? Doesn't she sound so dreamy? (laughs) I want to be her. I want to be this person, don't you? And it's hard sometimes. And that's why I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And I will cover how we can tap into this energy a little bit more. So grab some water, some tea, take a deep breath, and I'll be right back in just a moment. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love Tribe, welcome back. And now I just want to cover just some things we can do to begin to tap into our Sunday energy. Okay, so when it comes to our sensual energy, what we can do to start to activate this energy is to have something that no one else knows about. And we're not going to protect it by being defensive. We're not going to protect it by overcompensating or showing our ego. We're going to protect it with mystery. By not speaking too much. By not oversharing. By not expressing every time you're feeling down or even every time you're feeling happy. How many times do we see someone really attractive and then they're like, oh, yeah, and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened and this happened. It's like, oh, never mind. I just saw what was behind the curtain in 10 seconds. I'm good. You know, or she just lays everything out there. Well, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. Hey, let's slow down and let's focus on how we can get better in tune with ourselves, to have a good way of coping with whatever is going on in our lives, maybe have one, max two, max, max confidants that we can share what's going on in our lives. But other than that, it's not necessary. I know this is tough because sometimes we have those really bad days. We're feeling so stressed out. We just want to talk, right? We just want to talk it out. And you should. You absolutely should. But check your energy and see how many times you've told that same story of whatever that is to how many people in one day. That's just, just see, just to check it. How many times have you reset the same thing to a different person? And how does that help you? How does it help you to feel empowered or good or sensual? You can't have the sensuality when you know what's going on behind the curtain. It's no longer seductive. We know everything, right? We saw how the magician pulled the rabbit out of the hat. We're not mesmerized by it any longer. So sometimes it's just a matter of keeping some things to yourself. Not holding things in, not suppressing things, but not always expressing what your thoughts and feelings are every waking moment. Keep some things sacred to yourself. When it comes to surrender, how can we surrender better? How can we just let go? Sometimes it just, it's so hard to just let go. <laughs> it sounds so simple and easy, but how can you just let go? 
We can let go whenever we take that deep breath and we just embrace whatever's happening. We just embrace it. We say, all right, I accept it. And there's something powerful in that, that when you just accept something, boom, it changes. It's crazy. It's like, okay, you know what? All right, I accept it. And then it just shifts. It's like mission complete, boom. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but it happens so much. And we get a lot of times the things we want when we do surrender and we allow for things to just play out. Not always trying to get confirmation or prove something or guess how it's going to end or have an outcome already set. Remove your desired outcomes. Hope for the best, but... Don't tie yourself to an outcome that it has to be this way or it's not going to work. If it doesn't work out like this, ah, you don't set those expectations. And if you don't tie yourself to those expectations and chain yourself to those expectations, then you're able to release and surrender much easier. When it comes to being understanding, the ironic thing about this is that when you're able to do more self-reflection and really know yourself well enough and to take ownership of your own feelings, your own thoughts and emotions, and when you haven't done your best, when you haven't really represented yourself the best way, you're able to think back on that and you're able to own it and say, you know what, I really acted out of character. When you're able to just say, listen, I'm sorry, I really wasn't in the best mood that day and I, I I felt like this I felt like that when you're able to understand yourself you're able to understand others a lot easier so if we're having some difficulty with understanding one ask questions seek clarity instead of trying to prove you're right all right whenever we're trying to prove something we're coming from a masculine space we're coming from the ego space the external space but if we seek clarity if we're just asking questions become curious want to learn more instead of having judgment we can get a lot further when it comes to connecting with others so sometimes we have to put away our own agenda and make our agenda the capability to understand instead of making our agenda wanting to be right all the time but just understand see things from their perspective put ourselves in their shoes for a moment put ourselves back in our own shoes so that we can express ourselves properly as well and see how they both correlate a great way to really activate this nurturing energy is to care for yourself and also care for simple things. Start off with some plants and check on them. See how they're doing. Are they dusty? Are they a little dry? Are they dying? What's going on? Something so simple can really improve that energy, tap into that energy. And then I want you to look at yourself like the plant. Reflect back that energy you're putting into the plants or the animals or whatever you want to focus your energy with nurturing and see yourself in that reflection because everything is a reflection with you. 
your environment. Look around your room right now. Look around wherever you are. If, it, if you're in your car, if you're in your room, if you're in your living room, if you're wherever you are, if it's in your own environment, look at that and what do you see? Do you see a cared for environment? Do you see an outdated environment? Do you see old things around that you don't even like anymore? Do you see things have dust all over them? Do you see clutter? Do you see dirt? Do you see grime? What do you see around you? That is a reflection of what's in your mind. So if you can nurture that and care for that, you'll be able to tap that into yourself as well. Dancing. Dance, dance, dance. That's pretty self-explanatory. Just as I mentioned before, dance as much as you'd like. Dance outside, dance at home, dance in the morning, dance at night. Just groove to your favorite songs and don't overthink it, you know. (laughs) Just dance. Just dance. Becoming attractive. I feel like that's a whole podcast series in itself. If that's something that you want, let me know. <laughs> you can vote on it on Instagram when I put out new monthly topics, um, voting polls. So I think that's a good topic to have because there are so many days that, you know, you just don't feel attractive. But sometimes it's not about like having all this makeup on or your hair done. Sometimes it's just feeling soft. Sometimes it just whatever, whatever, when you see yourself when you're rubbing your arm or touching yourself or feeling how you feel or if you're feeling kind of you know what see how that looks set up a little camera and see yourself for the day and that I'm telling you right now you want to talk about change quickly that is the biggest game changer when you could just see how you are it's like oh that's what the world sees yikes I thought I was doing pretty good. I thought I was doing pretty good. I have an outdoor camera and I'll catch myself coming in the house and I'm like, girl, what? Why do you look so haggard? (laughs) Why do you look so worn out? No one is going to be attracted to that. And sometimes we take it personally, right? Like, why is no one like, you know, wanting to be around me? But when I see that, I'm like, I wouldn't want to be around you either. So just take a moment to really see what's going on and look at yourself really well and do whatever it makes you feel attractive. It could be the simplest thing. What makes you smell good to yourself, you know, posture. That's a big one. That's something I really have to work on too is posture. I'm not always aware of it, but your posture is a reflection of your subconscious mind. So if you are constantly bringing your shoulders down and you're hunched over, that's your subconscious mind showing insecurity. You're trying to make yourself small, feeling insecure, feeling small, feeling in your lower vibration. But if you can just practice on a regular basis, holding that head up, holding those shoulders back and up and sitting up straight, You'll be able to make this a routine. Practice, practice, practice. Walk with different shoes. 
record yourself on how you walk and really work on that. It makes a huge difference. Be surprised. And then your superpower, owning that superpower, whatever that is, whatever that feels like to you, whatever is special about you that you resonate with, really, really own that. Make that your theme. When you walk into a room, they're like, oh, she's all about that. And get a little reminder. Maybe it's a little bracelet. Maybe it's a painting. Maybe it's a charm. Maybe it's a picture on your phone, a wallpaper. Anything that represents something that you really resonate with about yourself. Maybe it's an animal that represents you or anything. I want you to really make that visual to yourself so that you have that constant reminder of who you are. What is your power? And remember that when you embody all of those other characteristics, as I mentioned before, that's when the power really shows up. And so those are all of those wonderful, healthy, feminine energy traits in a woman. And Before we end this episode, I want to cover just another section that is very important to me, and that's really just understanding our bodies. When you understand yourself, when you understand your body and how it really works and that it's here for you, you'll be able to really embrace yourself even more. So let's take, for example, even our cycles, right? And again, before I get into this, if you're thinking, oh, what if a woman has had a hysterectomy or anything around the uterus or whatever, she has issues, you are a woman. It doesn't matter, okay? That essence, your womb essence, the woe and womb is the woe and woman and you are that. So, Don't feel like you're excluded in any kind of way. But anyway, so our womb space, our uterus, all of that, that area, a sacral energy area, the area that creates life, that's your second female brain. It holds our intuition, which is powerful. It holds that creative energy. It holds memories especially any memories that have to deal with our self-worth, sexual memories, and any type of deep emotions. All of those things are stored right there in this space. So whenever you're going through that monthly cycle, your moon cycle, right? Your body is cleansing itself. And what comes with that is that it cleanses that second female brain, the womb. And whatever has been suppressed over time is now being released every single month so that you can be able to move forward and be a brand new woman every single month. And that is so powerful. We're able to regenerate and shed a whole new brain every month, essentially, right? But if you have so much that's buried deep, deep down inside, it can be even harder to really get through it. 
They may say, oh, well, you have PMS, you have PMDD, and all of those things can be very valid depending on how our hormones are and how sensitive we are to them. However, keep in mind that from a spiritual standpoint, everything is coming up to the surface to be reflected into you, to address it, and to release it. So it's all meant for you to be this powerful energy every single time. And that intuition that is stored there is your saving grace. Everyone knows that women hold incredible intuition. Intuition that saves your life, right? Listen to that intuition. Listen to that future self and know that she's right. Don't ever doubt it own it, right? And so I really wanted to bring that up because sometimes we're told all of these things like, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's shameful. Oh, you should be embarrassed about it. Oh, this and that. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, sometimes you don't even want to say the word period. Like you don't even want to say any of that. It feels so like, Ugh. and there's just so much st- stigma that because we're in such a masculine dominated world that we're miseducated. It's crazy because we're in a masculine dominated world, but many of the world is missing the proper masculine energy. And we're really missing that feminine energy. We've been operating out of that shadow masculine energy for so long the judging energy instead of the understanding energy, the abusive energy instead of the protective energy. And I really, really want us to get there. And we can only do it when we go within. And as we all know, internal energy is feminine energy. So know that as a woman, you are powerful. We have been conditioned to believe we're not The most powerful women in the world are made to believe that they're witches and they burn them just because they have something magical about them. There's something that is not easily understood and that creates fear in people when they don't always know what's happening. You see, you don't have to be mean or abusive or harm others, but when you have a power that others don't understand, They can be very intrigued, they can be easily seduced or attracted, but they can also become very fearful because they don't know the capacity of that power. And sometimes we can become fearful of our own power. And when we do that, we limit our entire lives. We basically kill a whole portion of ourselves without even realizing it. But the powerful thing is that if you're listening to this right now, that you now have the power to activate it at any point in time. You can be alive again. And that's what I want for you, for me, and for all of us more than anything. So I know this was a bit of a long episode, but I just wanted to show my ladies some love and to really motivate us to really own that magical energy that we all carry, that goddess energy, and to embrace who we are, right? 
and get in tune with ourselves, get in tune with our creative energy, surrender, release, get in tune with our emotions. When we suppress things, we create issues. Many times women that struggle with PCOS is oftentimes spiritually coming from blocked creativity. There's always physical reasons for every ailment, but there's also spiritual ones as well. So whenever we're dealing with that blocked creativity or blocked feminine energy or maybe a wound from a feminine source, a lot of times maybe women have lost their mothers at a young age or maybe they didn't have a feminine energy around them. They had a lot of masculine energy around them. So naturally they haven't really fully embraced this energy. It just all depends. Everyone has a different story. And I will never judge another woman for how feminine she is or the qualities that she exudes. Because we're all fighting a battle every single day. We're all doing the best that we can. We're trying really, really hard. But I just wanted to share all of these different things. And if they're not resonating with you right now, that's totally okay totally okay. There's a time and place for everything. So get in tune with your emotions, release, if anything, let it go, cry it out, cry it out. Something about crying it out, your body will naturally find a way to soothe you, to calm you, just cry. But when you try to cover it up, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm strong, strong woman. I'm independent. I'm okay. I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we start spiraling. So, hey, do what you got to do. Close the door, scream, go in your car, drive off somewhere, scream out the window, cry it out. Just this ugly cry it out. Just, <laughs> just let it all out. Just, whew. We got to get those emotions out, girl, because they're only going to cause more issues. Okay, so I hope you all have enjoyed everything that I've covered in this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely stay tuned. Up next, we will be covering healthy feminine energy in men. And what does that look like? So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.